0: What's good, man? It's your boy, Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast.
1: What's up, everyone? This is the Virtual Homework Podcast. I did my all, okay? I went through and I said, what's up, everyone? I even had a little voice crack, okay? Because I was so enthusiastic. And you come in here with a what? up everyone
0: we get we just gotta we just gotta bring it back every once in a while you know so you know people just, sometimes they come to our podcast just to relax they don't need that like what's up you know that kind of energy they just need to you know chill out relax we'll talk you about know what they're probably games. not
1: chill because i have actually like blue balled our listeners oh, uh man. that sorry if for using a gender term there but i've blue balled our listeners on multiple occasions, podcast the non-sexual. last like two no okay sorry uh two out of the last <laughs> la- the last two podcasts in a row I've said the same exact joke at the end. Find out next time on the Virtual Homework Podcast. And then uh, two two times ago with the Ignition Factor, I I totally we forgot to even mention that last podcast. But I'll at least give well, people well, the satisfaction well, what happens next time. This is where we have to pause and I have to listen to the the podcast because I completely forgot. It. <laughs> So, on the Ignition Factor episode, we said, or on the Ignition Factor episode, you said that uh, the entire country of Brazil would tune in to our next episode if you shouted out that one person from Brazil. Yeah, I guess technically we didn't blue ball the audience in that. We had to we had to release the episode and see how many people listened to episode thirty nine, which which had more viewers. That episode 38. Saying. People did not like the ignition factor. I'll say that I'm much. just saying. So we have the prophet Dana in the house, but the much more important, much more pertinent tune in next time was from last week's star sector where i said what is your diet coke button and you gave me an answer which i actually don't remember at all at this point a week is a very long time especially i think i said like, like i think this. i
0: said starbucks unsweetened peach tea
1: that was exactly what you said wow i'm you're consistent at least your your mind's in the right place from I, week to it's week delicious and then i said oh i would do it next time on the podcast with the expect expectation that like i would actually think about it for the entire week and i will I will give people a spoiler. I completely forgot until I looked at my notes for this podcast and like saw exactly what we're talking about today. so let's actually can you give me some jeopardy music? Can you give me some music while I actually think about this <laughs>
0: i guess it would be a ramen button
1: i would i would feel absolutely terrible after a while but like Ew, like it gets like co- no co- okay it, can't, gets it like, can't be a ramen button. It gets like coagulated it like what it's like like, <laughs> like it's like it's like cold it's like why would it be it's cold like, it's like why would it be good ramen jesus like are you expecting like the the white house butler the the diet coke button you just give me like expired so I guess ramen I'm that think, someone made the I'm other day i'm thinking
0: more of like you know how uh what's that one movie uh where they have like the water fountain that has Hawaiian punch in it with Adam Sandler. Nothing like that, but like, uh, like Billy Madison? Yeah, but like, or, no, I don't think Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore? No. Little Nicky? No. What? He's like rich. Oh, Mr. Deeds? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah. Um, but like, time's I, I, charm. I, for some reason, I was just thinking like coagulated like
1: ramen water like, coming out of it. <laughs> jesus it sounds like disgusting. yeah I, I guess i guess the implication of a diet coke button even though like technically we said any food item it, it should be a drink so i shouldn't say ramen unless i want to drink ramen broth all day
0: i feel like you so, like blueberry flavored things with other accentuations because a lot what? of things you're drinking are like blueberry pomegranate or blueberry something <laughs> Like you he's literally seeing the seltzer I'm drinking but right it's now like I like I, oh, it's I,
1: I it. like aha
0: uh-huh. you said that's like yeah, the best the, the flavor blue, the
1: blueberry acai or whatever it is uh aha uh-huh is pretty good but i would i would probably say it would be a seltzer but it would probably be the bubbly cherry seltzer there we go. There's your answer. There you got your answer. I, I know everyone was super. I just, for some super reason, I just think if there's like a this.
0: button, it's just like fl- like flowing from the ceiling. Like you get
1: like completely like like slimed, but with like your <laughs>
0: your beverage of choice.
1: I mean, some people are actually like legitimately. There is like a slime fetish uh, on the internet. You don't you don't want to see it. I've, I've seen pause, too much in my this. in my. Youth. Let me take
0: a look. <laughs> I'm not looking. It's paused. I'm
1: not okay. <laughs> he he chickened out. I called his bluff there, but. On a more somber note, what did we play this week? <laughs> I guess it's somber, but it's
0: not at the same time. It's more... Um, it's depressing. It's sobering, I guess. We played George Orwell's Animal Farm, the video game.
1: Yeah, which, like, when you think about things that should be made a video game, do you really think Orwell's Animal Farm is the best choice? I mean,
0: yes and no. It's. I think it's a very good story. Like, I have the book, but it's... You have the book. Did you read the book in, no. like, high school or something? No, I have it, but I'd never read it. I just know the okay. story because my dad was like, you need to read this to learn about life.
1: He gave me a bunch of books that I'd never read. It, it, so the the thing is, like, animal, animal Farm, it was actually apparently written by a socialist, but it's, like, anti—or, sorry, it's, it was written by a socialist or communist, uh, one, of, one of the two factions, yeah. and it was, like, an anti-Stalinist propaganda book. So yeah. it's generally considered a, like— big piece in, like, the anti-communist propaganda. And because of that, you actually saw, like, really funny, like, terrible reviews on the Steam page for this game. It's like, anti-communist trash, <laughs> like, from people who are, like, on, like, some, some yeah, sort of, like, who, political spectrum. Yeah, who are, like, way too left or something like that, or way, way too Yeah, right yeah. The game is inherently political, so it's gonna, like, give a uh, political... So, so uh, for, for
0: those that don't know, Animal Farm is a book in which the animals, I guess, are somewhat sentin- uh, sentient on a farm and... They basically want to start working for themselves. They decide that they are, you know, constantly worked hard by humans, that they are not able to reap the rewards of their labor that the humans do. They're constantly, the humans are lazy, like they forget to feed them. So they chase off the farmer and say, hey, we're going to do it better. We're going to treat ourselves with respect and uh, govern ourselves. And part of
1: this is that, like, all animals are equal on the farm. And there you get your communist but that's themes. that's not
0: true it just like communism
1: <laughs> yeah there we go political statements hashtag political podcast but no so like it's it's like they're trying to all animals be equal because there's leaders and followers like it eventually goes out of whack yeah. and then you basically see the consequences of creating this animal farm Someone was like this book Let's make a video game out of it. It literally, like, takes the plot of the book and makes yeah. it into a game, which it's it's a very faithful adaptation. It, 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 it's essentially a choose-your-own-adventure in which
0: you can kind of, I guess, uh, go down the certain path in which to get to the end that you want, whether it can be, like, maybe it's a positive experience for all the animals, or maybe it's a negative experience, maybe only certain animals are um exploited and other ones you know reap the rewards uh, there there's like eight different endings uh i got two of them but how far did you beat the game
1: so i i got i guess like a year seven ending the game has seven yeah. years and then like i got a much worse ending where i just like intentionally tried to like fuck everything up yeah as then much i as did, as did the same thing
0: the second time
1: <laughs> yeah yeah because i i had less attachment to the characters but the thing is when i first started playing this game i was actually very scared i'm like did i just fucking give dana a book assignment because like this game starts out with, like, basically an explanation of the plot of Animal Farm, and it actually doesn't get into I mean, gameplay I, until— I
0: genuinely like this kind of stuff. Like, I, I think we, we've we both decided that we love, like, like word-heavy, point-and-click
1: adventure type shit, and this is kind of like choose-your-own-adventure. True, but at the same time, like, this was, like, very heavy, like, nearly entirely visual novel-based for, like, the first half an hour. But once you get past that, it actually gets into the actual game elements of the yeah. game. The game elements of the game. The actual <laughs> gameplay. Uh, and I actually I wouldn't liken it to a uh a visual novel at this point. I would almost like say it's like oh weirdly laid out tower defense game where you have to like stock... Tower defense is like not the right word, but like you have to stock up on your resources and then you like you go against wave of enemy whether that's the winter, because there's like a seasonal based time aspect of this game and it goes in in years or seasons or the humans could come back and fight you. So if you fortify against the humans, you're sacrificing your food for just general labor on the farm. You you
0: basically just need to decide where to work on at any given point. uh You know, strengthen up your your weak points, whether it's that's food or like you were saying defenses, or maybe you want to study more to make everybody learn uh, learn about reading or other things or trading or um, maybe you want to propagandize your. Uh, your what's a religion? Um, I'm not sure. Animalism. Yeah, animalism. I'm not sure if that's a religion or what. that's just their way of life called animalism, which you can uh, propagate by having the birds go to other farms or you know having the animals preach and stuff like that. I guess I'm just gonna come out and say it. Like a lot of this game felt like it didn't matter. It was like it was like 70% of the choices were just the same choices for 7 years and then like five of the choices any given year were like actually meaningful.
1: Yeah, so um which ending did you get? Uh and okay, so we we spoilers. I mean like the thing is like this is based on the book, so I feel like some of the outcomes are also based on the book, which I mean, I hate to say this.
0: This is like a, a 40-year-old book, so if you're getting spoiled on something 40 years old, I'm sorry.
1: Well, still there's been sirens this entire time. You know this is spoil- Spoiler Zone. What ending did you get? So, I I think
0: I just got, like, the generic bad ending, where, like, none of the...
1: It just, like, hit
0: seven years without, um... What's it called? Not having, like, the original people, like,
1: just hit seven years. That's it. Napoleon Takes Over is the big ending I got. Yeah,
0: I didn't get that one. Uh, Napoleon actually died in my playthrough. Um, Oh, shit. Yeah, my, my problem with... So, there are lots of characters. You can unlock characters. You can get achievements. There's, um, different things along the way you can do... To get it was like a handbook in game to get like
1: patches. Which actually, like, spoils stuff because you could, like, see different yeah. outcomes if you, like, look into further years. But just to go back on your point regarding, like, the outcome is not mattering. Like, yeah, I, I kind of agree in that. Like, I feel like half the choices were obvious. You, like, don't have enough food. You literally have to get food or yeah. everyone's going to die. Or it's, like,
0: the, the horse is constantly, like, oh, I can't keep doing this anymore. I might die. And then it's, like, all right, oh, well, I'm just going to make you not do it anymore.
1: Yeah. And then, and then, like, one in every three choices is, like, should I make the hens happy? Should I make the pigs happy? Yeah. Et cetera.
0: Um, it it looks like it had a very good ideas. I just felt like the execution was, I don't want to say lazy, and that's a really poor word, because I think there's a lot of effort that went into this game. It just, like, for example, some of the choices, like, there's no difference in any of them, it felt like. There was no way to tell what was going to happen from what. It's like, oh, do you want to work today, or you know, uh, hail Satan. Like, it, it, there's really no in-between for trying to figure out what the fuck you want to do.
1: Yeah, I, I I mean, part of this, I feel, was that they didn't understand what they wanted to do with the game. They either, like, wanted to have this resource management-based game or they really wanted to follow the story of Animal yeah. Farm and, like, they really teeter between this visual novel and this, like, resource management game to the point where, like, it kind of lacks in both. I, I'm basically doing the same thing year after year, just kind of, like, struggling to get by yeah. and, like, they're... The the meetings that you have as as a group like go by the wayside and then it's just like I'm just it's kind of a slog till you get to an ending. Like, I don't know. I feel like the game should have probably just been a visual novel.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. It, it, they tried to do like the choose your own adventure thing, and it's like I feel like unless you already knew what choices did what, it's like you would just miss out on like half the fun in the game. Like you're looking at some of the endings where it's like, oh, the dogs, you know, take over and do this, blah 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 blah. It's like, well, how do I how do I get to that? It just felt like none of the choices I made felt like I was going towards a greater goal. They just all seemed super generic. Like,
1: yeah, I, that, I, it's that like makes I,
0: sense. I I couldn't direct the game like in a certain direction because just I, everything... I
1: Felt some of the 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 choices were not intuitive. Like yeah. I, I like saw in the journal, like oh, what can I do to get this? And it's like I have no idea how this is gonna happen. Yeah. It was just kind of like. By random chance, I was like, "Oh, this will do this," and then it's like, "Okay, I, I guess I'll get this achievement now." You actually got an achievement I didn't get. I didn't get to see every single person in the game, which you got, which is actually a relatively rare achievement. Is I really? missed a single human being, and I was I wondering don't even who know how that was.
0: So it's like it, it, it's funny because in my second playthrough, I immediately got like this text. I didn't get until like year seven in like my previous playthrough, and I was like, "I don't know what I did differently." So I, I don't know. Like this game's kind of cool. It, it, it's kind of in the realm of games i do like to play like i love this kind of like story driven like choose your adventure type shit with like some sort of not necessarily mystery but just like how you see how like the story evolves and stuff like that uh i just feel like it was kind of poorly executed
1: i feel like it was a little too slow like the, yeah. the thing is there's a certain type of game that really excels at there's a certain type of game that really excels at motivating me to play it over and over again and this is just not it like no this game is one of these games where you really don't get the full experience unless you play this like a lot like we're talking yeah. like 10 plus times to completion because a campaign for this game takes maybe about an hour and a half to 2 hours and yeah, like it's not that to get all seven exits your or seven endings you're probably not going to be uh getting one every single time you play through so you want to do it over and over again but the only games that motivate me to actually play through for a second time are games that are like super arcadey games where like yeah. I'm not, like, heavily invested into a single campaign, I feel. and games where you just
0: feel feel yourself getting better at. I really don't feel like you can get better at this game. It's just, like, you're deciding just
1: to take other choices. There's really not much. Yeah, unless I literally wrote down my choices. I'm like, oh, what happened here? I'm I'm just not motivated to play this game more than a couple of times. I
0: really like the subject matter, though. I think taking Animal Farm was a very interesting because at, at a core I think Animal Farm is a very interesting story kind of you know how like the animals rise up and they kind of become the things that they hated they started saying things like oh you know all two handed uh, all thing beings on two legs are bad all four fucking <laughs> footed animals are good but then it's like later the pigs start trying to stand on two things the pigs start trying to wear clothes trying to be human you know stuff like that and everyone's like well what the fuck isn't this all against like what we said and, you know and, and you could kind of see how they like the, the rule rules change over time but other than that like the physical gameplay I was like
1: "Eh." yeah I thought I thought it was actually surprisingly good faithful adaptation of Animal Farm like I I mentioned like on a more somber note and the reason I said that initially like when we were starting the podcast was that this game is like super super depressing to play and i feel yeah. like that captures the mood of the game very well because it, it just feels dire no matter what it's like oh either the infrastructure is going to fail and like the roofs roofs are going to leak or we're going to like lose our windmill to attackers or everyone's going to starve etc etc this see, game was absolutely depressing to play what I'll happened to me like everyone was like it was like you're at the, the farm
0: is jubilant for like six years like that like everyone was super happy it's like i had four Food, everything was repaired. We were, and then like randomly, like three people died, and then it's like, all right, you get the bad ending. I'm like, oh cool, I didn't know that <laughs> pressing this one button at this point
1: would kill people. Get wrecked, noob. Yeah, pretty much. This is this is like a weird case where I came into this game with like both low and relatively high expectations. I will say this game, I'm not gonna call this like one of the better games. I've I've played on the podcast. I'm gonna say this is pretty much solidly down the middle. I think this game looks and feels pretty great. I think that, like, besides a few, like, laggy aspects from from the cursor movement, like, I definitely was not disappointed in, like, the actual, like... Experience, but I it's probably just oh, not, not something I'd go back to.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of in the same realm. Like I, I think it's cool, but I, I don't see myself trying to get some of these other endings.
1: Yeah, and like there's like an achievement for like getting every single stamp in that journal. There's like absolutely no way I'm going going and getting that. Especially due to the fact that like this game is relatively new. It came out in December, but like people didn't really pick it up that much, which is a little disappointing. I feel like this game does deserve is more love than it got, but I don't think I'm gonna go blind into these uh, achievements and, like, try to get them when, like, no one else has.
0: This would be a game I could see myself playing if it had more than five achievements. If it it had, like all the things that in the game that like you have like your stamps in the handbook to collect those should all just be achievements so then it's like something I mean to they kind of are right like it doesn't yeah, matter don't if they're any... steam I, like I, but so when you when you beat your playthrough they're all reset
1: no no but like there's a like you could see a silhouette of them that shows you've gotten them in the past oh I didn't notice I guess yeah yeah it was kind of hard to notice but like I, I was like oh okay that's pretty smart because like you could get them again Listen, and be it doesn't like, oh, matter cool.
0: unless I can other people can see that I've gotten them okay yo what's what's your gamer score bro I'm only
1: I'm like low level yeah actually i have like a fr- like the thing is like my gamer score was high when i was playing xbox 360 and then like my friends who continued to play on the xbox is like yeah my gamer score is like eighty i i'm like oh that's that's way higher than i will ever that's achieve in my life
0: degenerate i mean i have like literally 1400 days played in world of warcraft so
1: yeah i if we're talking like degenerate i was like walled up in my bed for like most of the last week I, I wasn't like sick but i had this like weird like spell of fatigue so i was like kind of uh-huh. I, I do not have covid i do not have covid i will say that much but like i'm better now Do you know what that's called but, like, it's
0: called getting old
1: no 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 this this was like uh like a, it wasn't just me generally being tired it was like something like i actually got like some weird like, spell not <sighs> weird like it was not like a fucking like shamanistic spell it was like my actually bad. like i i caught something i don't know what i literally like could not get up it was like that bad and like as part of that I, like i noticed that this game was mobile and i'm like you know what i'll fuck it i already bought the game on desktop but i don't feel like sitting in my Wait, chair this game's on st- mobile yeah i I uh, actually bought the mobile version of this game, which is significantly cheaper. I think the uh, the Steam version is either ten or fifteen dollars. I want to say ten. I don't want to. I don't want to like. Over oh, see that like changes things for me. Like I think this would be perfect as a cell phone game. Yeah. So the cell phone version I think was like four bucks. Which honestly, like I I see it not being super popular because games that don't have a free version that are yeah. four dollars are not going to be sold that much. But I was surprised how close they were. Like they're they're almost literally the same game. The main complaint I have is that I couldn't find a way to get the game into landscape mode. You're playing portrait mode on your phone. Like what the fuck? Oh, that's like, terrible. It's terrible. And I thought there were some performance issues on an iphone 10 which i was surprised about because i hadn't had performance issues on other games but i think if they get those kinks worked out this is like this is and i know that people aren't doing this now but like have you ever been on like a plane and it's like fuck i didn't i didn't bring a uh, book or something and i don't have music like so i'm gonna have to like find some games that are like offline on my phone to play so, so funny story if i am in any moving vehicle or even like
0: walking if i look at a phone or read anything instant migraine where i can't see and i start throwing
1: Even on the plane? Yep. Okay. Well, I, can,
0: I could never play Game Boy or anything in the car as a kid. Like if like just if someone's like, hey, can you check an address for me when we're driving? And I look
1: at my phone like I have
0: like a 60% chance of getting like a debilitating migraine.
1: Sucks, man. I mean, like I, I understand that in cars, but in planes where like I feel like I'm not moving at all. That's a little bit of a different story. I, I think this is definitely a perfect plane game. Like there was there was this other game like Rim de Sil or something like with a really weird name that I remember I play on planes because like it, it's just like I've already played the game multiple well, listen, times. I don't play like, any rimming of... games on
0: planes. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, I could see myself rimming on a plane playing this game. Rimming on a plane. What do you say? <laughs> that's what you said. No. What do you say? I said, I, I, don't worry. What I said, you'll see when you edit right, it. All right. I guess I'll see when I edit it. But yeah, perfect playing game out of ten. I I don't know. Like that's about what I would consider the the initial game too. Like it's it's yeah, not. It's so not great. What are the reviews on this? Like,
0: it it say overwhelmingly positive?
1: I, I don't think... So, like, the thing is, I don't ever trust... You ever, like, Google a game and then, like, the Steam preview on Google says, like, 9 out of 10 and then it's just, like... Oh, got a bunch of positive reviews. Like, a positive review on Steam is not a glowing recommendation. No. For some reason, Steam treats it as, like, a 10 out of 10 sometimes. Well, it, says uh, I, recent,
0: I, it says recent reviews mostly
1: positive. This game has, like, yeah. like only, like, 60 reviews. Like, not a lot of people have played this game. Yeah, one of the reasons this was on my radar was because I was, like, looking up newer games. And, like, I wonder what's coming out. And, like, I saw this maybe, like, six months ago. And I'm like, oh, that's, that seems pretty cool. So I, like, kept it on my radar. I, like, saw that it was out. And, like, it didn't really generate the buzz that I expected. I don't know. I feel like generally like games these days like they're they're more marketing than the like there are so many good games and yeah. if you don't have a good marketing team then your game just not going to be yeah, successful there, i feel like that was there, how just... many
0: games out there do you think that are like four dollars that are just like masterpieces or like games that you would have genuine fun with versus like these fifty dollar games they have um massive ad campaigns like what was that game on twitch that they did the fucking ad campaign with the emotes and it like isn't that really <laughs> good oh god um fucking this could have been a five dollar game to be honest on steam do you think so
1: yeah so like yeah hyperscape with their massive ad campaign i I like there's a difference between ad campaign and then just paying streamers to play your game because like i literally was inquiring about a game today uh some horror game called made i think that, like, I just saw a clip on livestream fails and someone getting scared. I'm like, oh, this would be great for my girlfriend. I want to buy this game. And, like, that was, like, not... That was completely organic advertising. Like, yeah. I'm not like, oh, this emote is amazing. I want to fucking play this game I, I Hyper feel like escaped. that's
0: so much better, to be honest. If I see someone playing something that looks really fun to me, that's so much better than, like, a curated ad campaign. That's why I think, like, paying... Like that same 50k to get streamers to play something, you'll get way more out of it than doing some sort of targeting ad campaign.
1: Yeah, but I could see I could see Orwell's Animal Farm having a hard time getting like an ad <laughs> like,
0: campaign. Like like XQC playing it like
1: yeah. No, like okay, I could actually out. see XQC playing this game of just like like absolutely like just trying not to kill him, understanding just like, it at all. That would actually he might be super entertaining. Initially. Yeah.
0: No, I think that would be really entertaining. Yeah, like he
1: would he would completely get like gloss over like the undertones in this game like what it's actually trying to say and just be like fuck it gonna s- make these pigs happy like i don't know i mean it this game is basically uh like at ap-
0: power absolutely corrupts you know yeah so no
1: i i definitely agree with the statement that this game had succeeded in the message it was trying to convey it was whether or not like that was done in an entertaining way I, and i i think that's that's where it lacks but, i was
0: I, I was entertained it was just short
1: and uh i the choices didn't feel very meaningful until they were so if, if i really wanted to get value out of this game i would but i just, I, I play a lot of games and i'm not going to yeah we're game that's, boys that's pretty much the end of the story here Like if we're talking about streamers Uh and getting bang for your buck, why don't you just like say I'm not saying a racial slur. That's what you're... <laughs> oh, my God. No, okay. I was... That was a terrible <laughs> transition. And <laughs> there was a terrible transition. I wasn't sure what I wanted to go into, but you're I'm like, rolling I the dice. And I'm actually saying... We're, we're, going, we're going one way. I was, I was going to go the Dogecoin way, but I'll go this way. So if we're talking about streamers and, I don't know, trying to get them Uh-oh. to say what you want to say... Did you hear about the ninja news in the last week?
0: Uh, I, I'm just... People try having like their hot takes on shit, and it's just like... When you're that big, I, I don't know. You just kind of keep shit to yourself.
1: I don't know. Do, do you actually know what I'm talking about right now?
0: He, he said something about parents like beating their kids or something like that.
1: Jesus Christ! No, he actually said like the most lukewarm take possible I'm like what are you what are you talking about like ninja did not do anything bad i feel like the backlash on ninja was actually unwarranted he did not talk about beating children oh my god Ninja it was basically... just like so irrelevant to me that I'm just like I gotta yeah look okay this up now okay let's let's like not beat around the bush. There was like way bigger news than this, but we're <laughs> we're leading up to it, it, okay? Right, but no, Ninja came out with a statement because there were there were basically a lot of people saying, "Oh, Ninja has to like go and be in support of this movement." Ninja has to like outcry against X Y Z, and Ninja basically came out and said, "Like, hey, I am a human being." I may not even know about some of this stuff. Like, yes, I think racism is wrong. Yes, I think like I should I denounce these racists, but it shouldn't be on me to denounce racism constantly. If you are a parent, <laughs> you should teach your children about racism and why it's bad. Instead of looking at me as a teacher telling your student or telling these kids that racism is bad like basically people were upset with him because he wasn't like aligning himself with certain movements even though it's obvious like from well, like no, looking like, at ninja's he, career that he's like he's against racism
0: well but it's like uh, t- how many times do you have to say you're against racism to be against racism like you need to say it like what's your quota
1: three times a week like it- well it's it's not a quota on like instances per time but like i i know people who like legitimately thought if you didn't come out and actually say you were against like george Floyd being killed then you were a racist and it's like no like I just don't I actually I personally did actually say something about George Floyd yeah yeah, yeah. you could totally be against George Floyd being killed by police officers without posting on social media that is like pure virtue signaling for a lot of people honestly it's just my problem with a lot of stuff is people like oh you need to do this do that it's
0: like well you're shitting on me for not like, speaking up against stuff, but what are you doing?
1: True. I mean, like, a lot of the times the people who are criticizing people for uh, not speaking out are actually doing a lot of stuff, but not everyone has to be an activist. No. And I feel like if everyone was an activist, like, the, the idea of activism would be i i think the general thought decreased. of saying yeah
0: these things are bad and it's like the 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 statement shouldn't be well if you're not saying these things are bad you think these things are good is, like, that's kind of insane to me
1: yeah but at the same time i was just very surprised i agreed with ninja on something because i think fortnite is bad and i think dabbing well, in Times square is also bad
0: yeah, that's actually, like... Sorry, the, flossing, not the, dabbing. The cringe of the century is doing that. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty fantastic, but... Yeah, that is kind of, like, the most, like, non-hot take ever, and are people just, like, running him through the mud for it? Oh,
1: people were, like, so upset that, like... Like, I remember I was looking through this Twitter trend. I mean, like, obviously, if you're looking at Twitter, you're gonna see, like, the worst of humanity. Yeah. But, like, yeah, we saw, like, people shitting on Arby's, when in reality, Arby's does not deserve to be shit on. I Arby's had potato cakes today. I went through the drive through because I was, like... Uh, i don't. sorry for not being responsible during COVID and going through a drive-thru. I had a mask, I had hand sanitizer. But anyway, I was going to the store and then I went to the Arby's drive-thru and then I got four potato cakes and I ate them. Were they delicious? They were delicious. I got Arby's sauce and horsey sauce. That's it. Like $2.60 purchase.
0: It's... I don't care what anyone says. Arby's is fucking delicious.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. But no, Twitter was dunking on Arby's and also dunking on Ninja. Because they were like, Ninja, you are a massive content creator. It is your responsibility to teach people about X, Y, and Z. It's like, no, I play Fortnite. I think a parent should tell their kid, like, hey... Uh, this racism happened and it's like I agree with that yeah however I, I probably would use different words than hey this racism happened <laughs> to, to my kid Yeah,
0: I mean it's a matter of yeah I guess you have a platform but it's like how many times does he need to say I'm pretty sure in the past he said he's like denounced like horrible things stuff like a lot of people with massive platforms do but you need to be constantly saying it for everything that comes out to say like this 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 it's like if everyone is talking about it then obviously people are already aware and, and him saying anything doesn't really do yeah, it's, anything. it's one of
1: those things where I feel like the people who are out outraged probably also like they're not like watching ninja 24 7 like it, they they like need a clip of him saying it or else they don't think he aligns himself in that regard yeah. i feel like most People, especially most like relatively well off people in the twitch and youtube spheres like agree politically like obviously there's a large right-wing base on youtube and there probably is a larger right-wing base on twitch than than i expect but like the vast majority of like the largest creators like aren't going to like be venturing very very far from your views it's just they don't have to say literally every single bad thing is bad for them to agree with you bad things are bad that is bad true. Bad things are bad. I'll say
0: that much. I mean like is Dogecoin good? Dude, we're um we're going to be millionaires this time next week and then we're going to have to stop doing this podcast or we're going to do our podcast in Bali instead
1: yeah yeah every single week i like link dana different locations like uh sorry we're filming here it's like some like fucking like random statue in like glasgow uh or just like some random (laughs) or like the capital of laos vientiane you you always like like the most like
0: like, hey here's this cliff in like the indonesia we're gonna be there tomorrow (laughs) be there
1: it's like oh yeah it's like a recording there like there's either two ways this could go either i could lose the two thousand dollars i just invested or i could have like seventy thousand dollars and it will slightly I like make a my life better. safe investment based on like the trends and stuff like that. No, I, no. It is like the definition of un, like it is not. This is a gamble. You know it's a gamble. Neither of us are financial it's a advisors. Safe, okay. Safe ban- b- gamble. Listen. It's, it's a um, Oh. <laughs> listen. This- this I, roulette wheel, you have a two-thirds chance to win. Ignore, ignored happens in the one-third where you lose all your money. Listen, a I'm going to start selling uh, gambling advice on the Patreon. Okay, that sounds illegal. Uh, that sounds like <laughs> we have to like talk to the SEC. But go for it. We'll set the Patreon really high so the SEC, like they're not Get, willing to listen, to pay the to pay the fees. Gambling,
0: Dana says, if all else bills. <sighs> let it ride sure i don't even know (laughs) what
1: that means but i will say if for some reason one of us was a millionaire there would definitely be a set you'd have a video podcast it'd be dope yeah i will say that much so i hope that dogecoin goes to the moon I hope that I just don't lose two thousand dollars. I am actually pretty yeah, nervous. Yeah, I about mean, I'm like the my pants the, the
0: news cycle has been completely dominated all by all this stock shit with like GameStop and uh, AMC, Dogecoin, and stuff like that. You kind of it, it just seems like these trends for this year are so insane. It goes from like insurrection to this to co like it, it, this last to COVID. V- is that like, new? Well just like it's it's just constant insanity it's it's always like
1: one extreme after the other and nothing is ever okay. I mean like I really think that people don't realize like I don't know every single year since like 2012 people have been like oh this year's so much crazier than last year oh this year's crazier than last year. I feel like part of that's the information age like just people like being more aware of the shit that's happening around well, them like, and like we've been I feel in, like, like a- part of it is that like it's really not that much crazier than the previous years. History happens every single day it's just that like it's like oh shit this is crazy and like we just like have that reaction constantly
0: well you say it's like the information age like We've been information latent for quite some time now.
1: No, no, but, like, even in the information age, like, we could say we were on the internet in 2000, but, like, we didn't have as much of awareness of the world as we do now. Like, well, but,
0: like, uh, you could say at least with the past 10 years, we've had pretty wide awareness. Most people have, like, the entire world, world,
1: you know? No, but what uh, I'm, I'm trying to say is, like, things are crazy, but every year has been crazy, and I feel like people forget that. Like, think... People are like, oh, 20, 2019 sucked all these celebrity deaths, and then it's like 2020, twenty all 2020 is probably going to be a little bit worse than normal because of this, the, the whole fucking pandemic. Actually, RIP uh, Larry uh, King. Uh, I'm actually you know, really sad about that. Yeah, that actually does suck. But, um, like, no, it's more about people who are growing up on the internet, like, realizing that the people that they watched as kids are old and they are going to die. It's it's not necessarily that, like, people are dying at a higher rate than normal. P- sans pandemic. If there wasn't a pandemic, I could yeah, say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, like, it's an inevitability. I'm still upset that Steve Irwin died, like, like yeah, more than anything. I, I, think, I think everyone's still upset about that. Luckily, his son's pretty cool. I'm not sure if you've been watching him. I forget his name. I will say that I'm hoping that people thank me for completely derailing this Dogecoin, GME, whatever conversation, because yeah, uh, I am 100% on the train that this shit sucks to talk about, because, <laughs> yeah, once you understand the situation... It's like okay, this is pretty crazy. For those who don't know, GameStop stock was bought by the subreddit Wall Street Bets due to the fact that there was a large public short position by uh, Melvin Capital. Because Melvin Capital had this public short position, basically people on Wall Street Bets said we're going to take this to the moon. They kept buying stock. We and you have multiple millions of people buying stock. It sends the price up. Uh, Now, due to the fact that Melvin Capital has to buy back their stock at a higher rate to recoup their losses, it drives it up further into a short squeeze. We've all heard this simplified version on many, many different content creators' walls anyway like I don't know once you hear that it's just a bunch of people saying whoa this is crazy and like yeah whoa this that's is crazy I, I think it's, like... it's kind of over though like I think any sort of
0: like insane gains to be had with any of this shit I, I don't see being going on much further I, I find kind of like the after effects a lot more interesting than the actual like event itself kind of with like the uh, you know how like Robin Hood was like limiting trading and how people are saying that that's itself is market manipulation how like some of Congress is getting involved and like the precedent is gonna set I feel like
1: that's a lot more interesting of a conversation to have than it, like the
0: oh it's so crazy people making money off of GameStop
1: right like I, I will say that the meme that the app literally named Robin Hood is not letting the poor steal from the rich is <laughs> <It's> pretty good <laughs> but but um I will also say that like maybe the reason I'm sick of it yeah one is cuz everyone is talking about it and like re- we literally are not financial advisors we have nothing to add things that we could talk about like about GameStop you've also already heard before or heard like a better opinion than we have but what I will no, say, I say we really have the make... best opinion. Okay, you have the best opinion. What is it? Buy Dogecoin, which is yeah, buy Dogecoin. So ours goes up. Yeah. So so Dana could make money off your money. But no, the reason why I really hate this stuff, I don't know. Like I i'm not gonna call myself fucking like communist or something but like i just i understand money is necessary to make the world go around but i just get so sick of people talking about their money and like i listen to rap whatever so maybe i'm hypocritical but like (laughs) when i just hear like people on my timeline be like oh my god i gotta buy gme make so much money i'm just like who gives a shit i mean i guess
0: it's because we're in different like me it's like all i can kind of think about is money because it's like what's holding me back from happiness right now because i don't have any true maybe it comes from a point of privilege I, i i
1: feel like in a different. Life, I would yeah, like literally become a doctor in history. Ch- check your privilege, Sam. I have a lot of it. I have like a pile of privilege, and I'm willing to admit that. Okay, yeah, I do. <laughs> do you want some of my pile? I'll you shovel a, you, my pile of privilege and dude, you,
0: you've
1: catapulted it off the wall. Plenty of your your pile down my throat over the years. Jesus, that sounds. Jesus, <laughs> I, can, I can't even like <laughs> come back from that, man. I will say that like it's been a very entertaining week. Yeah, I um, love, I love this shit. I love. Like, I feel like, and, and I've talked about this with Dana Offline, and we're going to get, like, quasi-political, and it's like, I'm only going to call it quasi-political because we're not actually talking about, like, yeah. the specific left versus right, but I feel like people get besides the point when they talk about, like, oh, the Democrats are doing X and the Republicans are doing Y, and it's more about the fact that, like, you have the average person and you have, just like, I don't know, like, you have Wall Street, These you have, billionaires like, you know, just like,
0: People that are so rich that they could like lose a billion dollars and it means nothing to them. Whereas, like we, I, like I, me, if I lose a thousand dollars, that's like my life is over. Yeah, that's what's so, so insane
1: to me. So I, I like to see unity and just like fuck that dude with the yacht. So I'm yeah. sorry for all the people with yachts listening to the podcast, but I've been very entertained by the fuck the yacht party. That being <laughs> said, if I had a yacht, that'd be pretty sweet. It'd be pretty cool. We'd probably record on the yacht. Probably have like a cool sound studio in have, there. Have have a yacht cast. Yeah, we'd probably like have a wallpaper made literally of holographic Charizard. To be honest, if to be honest, if I had a yacht, I'd probably
0: just sell it because I wouldn't want it. Like I have no. I don't like want- boating yeah boating yeah it's like wet like you
1: get like you're like wearing clothes and it's like you have like shit splashing on you it's like one of my relatives is a doctor and he's always like oh shit you gotta come my like i don't talk to him often but like once every couple years like i'll talk to him he's like "You gotta come my boat we're gonna go like four knots down the river and we're just gonna be out there for hours and like i don't get cell phone signal out there like yeah dude how am i gonna check twitter i haven't been checking reddit like at all anymore to be honest like i I can't i can't because like literally every single post on reddit is wall street bets because wall street bets comes from Reddit, so it's like every single post. Not just that;
0: it's just like over the past, like probably like four or five months, like my Reddit consumption has gone down like like seventy percent. I want to say, like I'll check it and then I'll read like a couple posts and say it's the same shit.
1: Yeah, part of that's like greater reduction in my general internet consumption like i i don't consider myself off social media but like i've definitely been using social media less with the exception of twitter which i mean i yeah that's, i use a shit ton of twitter so maybe I it's can't completely live false without
0: twitter to be honest
1: i used to post a shit ton on reddit I barely post anymore. Like, even my mod duties I've kind of neglected. I'm sorry if if there's anyone who's on the mod team that's listening. But, like, I've been been pretty shitty regarding being a mod of the multiple subreddits I mod. But, like, Twitch, I'm not really watching that much Twitch. I'm, I'm like, making, like, erratic, weird decisions with my channel points. Like, I just bet, like, 100k points for no reason on, like, crazy shit. Yeah. We're... We're getting to the point where like I just don't care enough about the online world and I'm I'm just going I think in that's my little a good thing though. Little hole. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I feel like part of that I, is like a reliance on social media for like uh entertainment. As like, we're addicted to be to t- more depressed Twitter, though, and but. leads you to like not advance yourself as a uh, person. Like I feel like I could spend ten hours on social media. Like or not get spend ten hours playing games for the podcast. Or I could spend ten hours playing games for the podcast. Or I could like read a book for an hour. Read the autobiography what was the, what was the last Gucci book mean? you read? Autobiography g main <laughs> Did you really read it? I read part of it. I'm still reading it. Was it's, it good? It's four thousand pages. Is it really? I would love to say, I would love to sit here and say that the autobiography of Gucci Mane was 4,000 pages, but I cannot say that with, with a straight <laughs> face. I'm like sorry. It's like a thick fucking book. It's like a fucking epic, like the Odyssey. It's like the the Gucci. They,
0: they literally just take the Odyssey and just put take out, like, at a... Yeah, instead of Odysseus. Yeah, instead of Odysseus,
1: they just put in Gucci Mane.
0: Like, it's, <laughs> it's identical, but they just have Gucci I'd, Mane I'd instead. watch that movie.
1: I, I want to see a movie starring Gucci Mane where he just does the Odyssey.
0: But, like, as himself. Yeah.
1: Does the <laughs> Odyssey. Yo, when's the last time you did the Odyssey? Gucci does the Odyssey. I would love to see Gucci do the Odyssey. I I should listen to more Gucci, man. That's that's going to be my New Year's resolution.
0: Yeah, I saw TikTok the other day, and a bunch of uh, Gen-, Gen Z people were, like, getting into old Gucci, and it made me feel good. Um, I'm finding that a lot of people are getting into, like, super old music nowadays, like, a lot of, like, the new generation. Like, they're getting into, like, old 3-6. They're getting into, like, you know... Old I, I was going to say
1: old 3-6. For some reason, I think the song... Well, there were two songs that were trending uh, in the past couple of years that I think got a lot of people into the old 3-6. One was Slabo Up, because that's a timeless yeah. classic. Like, that... Always. You bumped that in high school. You bumped that in high school literally throughout the ages. For the next hundred years, Slabo and yeah. Up. And then the other was... Um, uh, Tommy Wright, the third, uh, yeah, that, that was like literally like he blew up in like 2019. So I, I I, see a lot of people getting into that music there
0: and it just kind of goes like good music is good music or like good production is good production. I just think like with, um, all the rappers becoming, you know, like that emo horror core type shit. I think that kind of crowd has kind of gone into that kind of realm because I feel like those kind of rappers nowadays feel inspired by a lot of that shit. Yeah. I, I also
1: feel like, uh, First of all, we can't ignore the fact that like quarantines making people do weird shit. Yeah. Like like I'm I'm here talking to you about like now I'm into Navajo pottery. I'm I'm going to I'm <laughs> going to admit that like maybe that was like advanced by quarantine. But like <laughs> I also feel like part of the reason why he's, like, cracking up, like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But No, I don't have a problem with it, just because the,
0: the, the way you brought that up was funny. Yeah,
1: right. uh, I, I, I feel like part of the reason why people are getting into older music is because all these Zoomers watch Twitch, and before the DMC apocalypse, like, all these larger streamers, they would play, like what they quote-unquote call boomer music like i yeah, I got into like music. steely Dan because i was watching dog dog the hearthstone streamer play it and it's like oh shit this is good music so i feel like a lot of people are getting into that because of the content creators they watch uh do you think a lot of that's gonna it?
0: like like the traction of that happened because of that but now since dmc D A yeah. dmca is getting so much worse think less people will be inclined less inclined to find older music or
1: yeah i feel like part of that is is gonna happen i feel like on youtube it's not that big of a deal because their content create like i so more and more creators are not relying on google as like or not google youtube is a source of revenue they're relying on like second secondary revenue streams like yeah. merch etc because they know that like after the adpocalypse like even if you like talk like one second on a controversial subject you're not gonna be able to put ads in yeah, your videos def- and therefore like you're not gonna make any money so like yeah ad revenue is still a significant portion of content creators revenue on youtube but like a lot of them are just doing whatever the fuck they want with the assumption that they're going to get revenue from other sources so with that i could see them using cooler music uh so you have some
0: notes that says sam the youtuber
1: yeah i'm kind of the biggest deal of all time like 40 views on my uh, Jamis unboxing uh, no big deal. I mean, that I, I like how we were talking about.
0: We were talking about thumbnails for the podcast, and I was like, "Oh, we need to have like the YouTuber face where we're like, like, ah, like." And that's what you did for your thumbnail. You could shove uh, like a foot long corn dog down my throat in that thumbnail. Can you just can you just stop the podcast at where it says you can shove a foot long corn dog down my throat and just
1: end it there? <laughs> I would love to, but we. Didn't talk about it enough. <laughs> what is the deal with YouTube? Why don't I have four thousand views? I don't know. Why don't I have four million views? Why am I shooting so low? Four thousand. I have a video with like ten thousand views. <sighs> well, aren't you a fucking Let big deal? Aren't I very jealous? No, I am. I. So the thing is, like, I don't know. When you are a Twitch streamer and you stop streaming, like, you you go through a lot of soul searching, and part of that was like me, just like I don't know. Oh, like, one of my I'll views.
0: Just, one of my videos got taken down. Actually,
1: ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I. I've kind of do, done some soul-searching since, like, ending my Twitch channel. Ending my—I've done some soul-searching while, like, stopping streaming. And, like, part of that, I bought, like, a 4K—I know I already have a pretty nice camera, but, like, it's a DSLR that, like, has a weird autofocus. So, like, I bought, like, an actual 4K camcorder. And now I'm just, like, using excuses—using it with any excuse I have. So part of that was, like, Jamis unboxing video. I'm going to record some stuff in the meantime, and hopefully people like it. That's all I'm gonna say. Hopefully, actually make people care about us, because right now it's just some random Wait, dudes that uh, play video be games is and podcasts. Because we're just dude and out
0: in dude town doing dude things,
1: dude.
0: Hey, buddy. Yo, was that a
1: fucking good episode or what? (laughs) Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you did like it. All right, here's what you're going to do. Five stars Apple podcast. Subscribe on SoundCloud. Go to Spotify, get all your friends and make them subscribe. Gunpoint. Basically, whatever you can do to make this podcast successful, we don't care what it is. We don't care what the means are. Thanks, gamers. Uh,
0: What he said, but slightly less aggressive and more loving.